accepted or understood, we are called to make a difference. And to make a difference, we want to inspire, encourage, and motivate realtors to find their voice by uncovering their superpowers. I am Leanne Pennington. I am Dawn Roy, and this is the Secretariat Mindset Podcast. can find it. All right, my sister. Here we Good go. Good morning. How are you? I'm great. Good to see you. Good to see you. So you're fixing to get away for a nice little weekend, aren't you? Uh-huh. Going to do a little cabin camping in Hatteras. Awesome. Isn't that fun? I know. Well, with the kids. Them. I mean, they still want to hang out with me. They think I'm cool. I'm you are cool. cool. I would hang out with you if I were you your kid. You would hang out with me too. Yeah. <laughs> hey, everybody. We want to welcome you to today's episode of the Secretariat Mindset Podcast. And I am Leanne Pennington from the beautiful Alabama Gulf Coast. And I am Dawn Roy right here in Central Virginia. And I'm so excited to be with you. And, you know, it just tickles me pink every week to get to share time with you. Me too. It it's truly like a, does. And you know, I think what we want to talk about today doesn't only have to be about real estate or business. It's also in your inner relation, you know, your relationships with other people, you know, right. and we were going to talk about bringing value up in your game. Yep. Yep. So let me ask you this. So when we talk about bringing value, I mean, I think that's multifaceted. So we've got our clients, obviously, that we want to bring value to, but I think it goes beyond that to our vendors. Mm -hmm. to our lenders, just building all our relationships. Right. And I know some of this of what we're going to talk about today will be repetitive because we've, we've talked about different things that we do as agents, you know, like my, um, perk agent or client perk program, um, which I totally ripped off from another agent. Uh, <laughs> but that's what we're all about. We share. We're, we're here to rip off. We're here to rip off. And hopefully, you know, you guys listening can rip off some of these ideas. And Well, don't reinvent the wheel. Don't waste your energy and time. I mean, what's the point? I mean, do you really think that you're going to come up with something more groovy than someone else's thing? You know, even if you did through ex exploration, you know, start the basis of your business or whatever with what's already worked for other people. Exactly. You no, know, that's the game. You know, don't, don't, don't. Well, one thing, you, you know. One thing you do that I love, and I'm going to totally do it, um, and we did talk about this before, but I'm going to revisit it again because I love the um, the brew and barbecue. Oh, yeah. Yeah, where you have your clients and, and your vendors, and you all you bring them all together. Absolutely. At the end of every year, I, I've done it for about three years, and there's a great location here in Chesterfield. It's um, a 1,700-acre reservoir, man-made by the Corps of Engineers back in the 60s, and it's just a beautiful space. And there, it's kind of like, you know, where you go and barbecue, or you can, you know, it's like not camping, but it's a place to, they have a covered area, and you can, you know, grill and all that sort of, and you're looking at this beautiful reservoir. And I started doing this brew and barbecue. I use a, um, a local barbecue vendor 
and it helps promote their business and they've gotten business from these events. And I also invite all of the other vendors that my homeowners use, whether it be a locksmith, an electrician, a plumber, all of these people that have touched, you know, a lot of their homes, you know, and I encourage them to bring business cards. And I have heard many say that they've gotten new renewed business from attending mm -hmm. these. And of course the clients like it, you know, like I said, I, you know, provide the food and we do a couple of different types of beer and of course water and we have music and we have games, cornhole and stuff for the kids. And, and it's kind of a open thing, you know, it's, you know, three or four hours and people just come and go. Right. They eat, they stay a little while, they, they socialize and, and then they leave, but it's, it's enjoyable because I think so many times people see us only in a business format or business role. Mm -hmm. And I think they enjoy seeing you just as a person and having fun and sharing a beer with them or whatever. Right. And more, a more casual atmosphere. Absolutely. And, you know, um, bringing extent, I encourage bringing extended family or other friends, you know, who would find that eventful, you know, event wonderful and who need to meet vendors and stuff. I think you, if you promote and help other people's business grow, like your local plumber or HVAC or something, you will in turn grow your business. For sure. It's so not I, a novel con. I mean, it's not anything I came up with. I totally ripped this off too. <laughs> I just kind of make it mine right here in my area. So. Yeah. Did you hear what I said? So we're just a couple of thieves ripping off. We're and scoundrels. <laughs> Scoundrels is what we are. Okay, well, I because again, this this particular event that you do is super interesting to me. So I've got another a little deeper dive on it. How do you do? You like to do a RSVP, or mm -hmm. how, how do you kind of gauge how much you know barbecue and brew to have? You know, can you ever have too much beer? I'm just saying. No. I mean, if you okay, have to take it home. Is that a problem? The barbecue. Uh, or the barbecue. So I do an evite you know, okay. electronic, um, to the database and then, you know, they respond. And then I do, you know, that allows you to not only send out the original, but then to send out to ones that it, it lets you know who had, has, you know, didn't open the email or whatever. Right. It gives you a way, you know, that's a beautiful thing about technology. It gives you a way to communicate with, you know, any, the group or one individual or whoever. And then you just start watching and they'll RSVP and you want to give yourself you know, you want to have this out in advance, you know, I would say 45 days or so, so that you can do an RSVP for two weeks prior. And mm -hmm. then, then you can let your vendors, you know, your barbie, whoever you're having cater know kind of the food. And then I always, um, let's say 60 people said, yes, I'm going to still do a 10% overage. Okay. Just as play it safe. I would rather have food to give away because I also tell them bring Tupperware. Yeah. Right? If good. you're there at the end, bring you some containers and whatever's left over. I want you to feel free to take, mm -hmm. you know, because they prepare the food and what, and they're not going to take it with them. Whatever's there is there. So it either goes, you know, home to my youngins or, you know, me and I don't eat the barbecue, even though I'm from North Carolina, uh, don't eat the meats you know, that's it, right. I forgot that about, but you. that's okay. I mean, not everybody does that. You know, that's just my quirkiness. Right. Mm -hmm. So, um, I make sure that anybody who's left over, and I remember last year, 
golly day. I mean, they were so thrilled. The people that were left over, they're just so excited. And I, I will go and, you know, like Costco and get the plastic, you know, the disposable, like the restaurant style stuff yeah. and just say, Hey, here you go. Take Thank a you. container home of the slaw and beans or the barbecue or the, the, you know, the chicken or whatever it is. Right. Yeah. They're thrilled with that. So I'm making notes if you want. Yeah. To <laughs> so another question for you. Um, you did say Evite, not Eventbrite, correct? I have used Evite up to now. I know, okay. you know certainly open to other platforms. It's just, that's no, what, you know. I um, used that recently for my girlfriend's birthday party and it, it worked. That was my first time. So it was, it was, I really liked it. Yeah. So I think that's a good, good yeah. platform. All right. So I mentioned this to you last time we talked about this. I think you should do t-shirts. You know, and I think that's a great idea. And since I do that normally, like the early part of November, because mm -hmm. it's nice and chilly here, cool, here mm -hmm. in Virginia, that that would be a po huge possibility to have t-shirts. I think that would be fabulous because, you know, it's still t-shirt weather and some, you know, we have had Thanksgivings here, you know, we want to call them Indian summers where, mm -hmm. you, you know, you're out in the backyard in a t-shirt and shorts because it's so warm, you know, right. it's, we, you know, we will have those spells before it gets really cold in December, January, but um, I think t-shirts would be fun. I do too. Start and making can... it kind of, uh, you know, numbering them, right? Yeah. Event, you know, event, you know, twenty twenty, blah blah blah, right? <laughs> That'd be fun. And have a different get get on Fiverr and have someone create you a different kind of scene. You know, make them different every year. Right? Wouldn't that be fun? I love that. You know, it almost, you know, be kind of fun. It's just, you know how you go to baseball games. Have you ever been to like your local, we have a local, they're called the squirrels and that funny, but they're a farm team for um, the San Francisco team. And uh, they shoot it out of this cannon. You know, they, they have these little shooter gun things and they, they're rolled up with a rubber band around them and they go, you know, they throw them out to the crowd. I think right. that would be kind of, the kids would think it would be hysterical. You yeah, know, if you got it one end and like, a, all right, you guys, go. <laughs> just we're going to shoot t-shirts out at you and see what you, wouldn't that be idea. fun? You know, anytime to engage people. And you know, when there's other agents here in the area that do some really fun stuff, like they'll hire an ice cream truck, mm -hmm. especially during the hot summer months and, you know, have a location and, you know, you, you just show up and, you know, they have a, you know, each kid can get an ice cream or so. I think it's anything you do to engage your clients in and outside of your business. You're mm -hmm. still promoting your business, but you're just creating some, just a great, I don't know, camaraderie and that you family are. feel, you know? You know, and I've heard of, of agents doing, and I've not done this yet, um, but renting out like a whole movie theater. Mm. A new movie's about to be released. Yep. Of now, I don't know what, you know, it's like in Virginia, but in Alabama, we're, you know, our local theaters are shut down. We are I too. Mean, right. We yeah. are too. I mean, so obviously with as people listening to this particular podcast, you're going to have to take this one and apply it to whatever your locality is doing legally. I mean, so, you know, we went through another, you know, thing by our governor where, you know, they're really getting strict on the mask wearing and stuff like that. So whether or not I can even do this, to be honest with you, November mm -hmm. of 2020, mm -hmm. if they are going to still restrict participants and yeah. two, I don't want to make clients feel awkward or odd, you know, depending on how things fall out for us here in the country with COVID in the fall. 
So this is certainly something to keep on the back burner if it doesn't do, isn't going to work for this year. I mean, it doesn't mean it's not going to ever work again. It just maybe instead of doing it this fall, maybe pushing it to the spring, right? And doing something then. You know what? And, and that's, I'm glad you brought that up because it's a real possibility, but here's the other piece to that. Whenever you are allowed, you know, whether it's this fall or you push it after the first of the year, right? Think about that pent up demand. I bet your turnout will be even higher than normal because everybody People, wants to do something. Yeah. Yeah. There, you know, and here's an idea. Um, I have heard of, of here in the area. I've not done it. Another idea for the movie thing since theaters are closed, but depending on your area and how many people are allowed, you might, you know, do this a couple of times and just limit your the size, right? Mm -hmm. We have these, there's companies that have, they'll do, they'll come to your location and they have a, like a blow up screen and you can, it's a movie night and you pay because there's royalties paid to the type of movie, you know, they have like movie movies, you know, that you would see in a theater. Most of them yeah. are, you know, past films, but you know, especially for kids, you know, if you have a, an area like, you know, like what I'm talking about with the, the reservoir, or you've got a clubhouse because you belong to an association, you know, mm -hmm. doing an outdoor event, but maybe if you had to do it, so could only did 10 people at a time or however many your locality will allow, do something mm -hmm. like that and maybe do it a couple of times over the course of the summer. You know what I mean? So like July, we're going to do one and, you know, first 10 reservations or whatever and have popcorn and sodas and do a kid movie like Sandlot or something fun like that. Yeah. And then right. just, but, but because of COVID, you may have to alter that a little bit because of the numbers that are being limited. But I think that would be kind of a counter thought to a tr tr traditional movie, like theater, like cinema yeah. or whatever. That's a great idea. We're outside. Which is we, um, I live in a golf course community and every December, usually around, they try to, correlated with the same day they have Santa come in for pictures there at the clubhouse, but they right. get a big blow up screen and they have, they show something like the Polar Express and everybody brings a blanket and right. So that's pretty cool. You could do that yourself. Yeah. I could. Think about it. Hmm. Mm. But this is what we were talking about is upping our game, doing something a little bit different, bringing value to your clients. And I have to say, if that's your mindset, regardless of what, it doesn't really matter what you do is if you just have people feeling like you're thinking of them, which is what you really want. I, it, that to me is, that's the point. It is. It is. I will tell you something different that I do that I don't think we've talked about before and I'm, I'm not promoting any particular one company because there are several that do this but i'm i'm a member of send out cards oh yes okay yes so I've, I've used it probably two or three years now and um so i'll send out just like on birthdays client birthdays i will send out you know a two pack of brownies and a birthday card and what i typically do is and we can actually do a another podcast on this and i can kind absolutely of show you walk you through but i'll go like to facebook I'll, if you know i'm friends and i try to friend all my clients um and like take something if there's a you know just a really great photo that needs to be captured because i don't know about you but now that we're in a digital world i rarely print out pictures I mean, well, on a disc who does or, right mm -hmm. yeah yeah so when you see a really cool picture you know and that's what i kind of go in looking for and i will just kind of copy it yeah download it into the card 
write a, you know, a nice little note and thinking about you or happy birthday or whatever it may be, happy anniversary, and send a couple of brownies with it and have it delivered. And everybody loves that. Well, and you know what I think is so amazing about what you're talking about? Even younger people, getting mail is mm. so exciting. It is. You know what I mean? Getting a card or anything like that and, or gosh, doing brownies, how fantastic. And I have heard um, that, you know, using that on listing appointments, you know, sending that as your follow-up, mm-hmm. you know, I, I think there's so many ways to use this kind of program. And yeah. it's just like you're saying, we're just bringing more value. It's an additional touch. It's an opportunity to differentiate yourself from everybody else around you. Just taking the time to do something unexpected. Yes. Yes. And, and on the flip side, I've also used that same technique with like, if a closing company, title company, or a vendor went out of their way above and beyond, I'll send them brownies too. Fantastic. Yeah. That's yep. a great you, idea. On those cards, you have an opportunity, depending on what subscription you, you sign up for, but you can, you can brand it. So you, I use my picture and my logo, everything on the very back of the card. Right. Because they, you know, if their picture's on that card, they're not going to throw it away. Well, like if it's their kid or the house or something unique, right. They're not going to throw it away. And then they flip the card over and there's your sweet smiling face. There it is. So, but that, that's super cool. I've had a really good response and and that's been received very well from my clients and vendors. I love it. Great idea. I mean, that's just, here we go. And you know what? And if others have ideas of stuff, I mean, reach out to us. I would love to hear what you're doing, how you're bringing value to your clients. I just think that, you know, no one person can do it all. You shouldn't do it all. Just do what fits you and your personality. But if you've got something cool that you're doing, we'd love to know about it. And heck, have you on the podcast and let you tell us absolutely what kind of awesomeness you're bringing to your community. That's what I want to know about. You well, know? you know, I think it's important. I mean, you're rich. I'm sorry. No, um, that we have these kind of, you know, one-off annual events but there's also value in having the follow-up and if it's not send out cards or it can be anything, you know, just that you're hitting them, touching them more often than mm-hmm. once a year, for sure. Um, you just got to figure out the mix mm, yeah, and, and plan it and you got to plan it because if you don't, it doesn't happen. It doesn't tell you the days will go by yeah. and you won't hear, you won't even remember what you were doing. That's the truth. But build it into your business model, right? Build it into your, your marketing budget. You know, uh-huh. so if you're going to, whatever, if you're going to do a event, a big one, but then some small things throughout the year, you need to know financially where that expend, where, when those expenditures are going to go out. Uh-huh. So For in sure. the fall, typically I would say October, you should start, get your 2021 calendar out and what are your, and already plug those in, what those costs are going to be and already have that set aside so that that doesn't come as a shock to you, you know, especially monthly subscriptions to things. Right. I mean, right. Cause you know, I mean, if I go look at my credit card, there's subscriptions to stuff I'd have forgot I even had. Right. That's right. You definitely need to visit that <laughs> once a year. <laughs> right. Um, you know, one other thing that I've not tried yet, but a lender friend of mine is doing this is they've ordered the, um, the hand sanitizer, little spray bottles off of Amazon. Right. They're just clear. And then you buy the sanitizer, fill them up, and then you can wrap it with whatever, you know, like your label, you know, a label with your contact information on, like your business card. Right. I think right now that's that's a great idea. Everybody wants hand sanitizer. 
Well, you know, if you're out, think about this. If you're out with a buyer client, I mean, and you meet them, of course, we all should be meeting buyer clients face-to-face in an office or coffee shop or somewhere. If you're putting a buyer in your car and you don't know who they are and they're not pre-qualified, shame on you. Just putting it out there. But once you sit down with someone face to face and you hand them a, you know, whatever material you give them, you know, as part of your buyer presentation, how cool to say, Hey, and here's my card. And also, you know, gift to you to keep your family healthy, tote this around with you. When we go see houses, mm-hmm. just kind of keep it on yourself. I have a pin, you know, like these barrel pins and it's got my name and logo on it. And I do a folder, you know, an EXP folder and it's got, you know, a little blurb, uh, informational flyer about myself. I also include the buyer's agency agreement because here in Virginia, that's required. Mm-hmm. My business card, the market happenings, you know, what, what houses are, how, you know, what the inventory is, what this, you know, average sales price, just some little things about the market. And then whatever home we're seeing, whatever home or homes, I have mm-hmm. like the consumer version of that listing so that they can take the pen and I encourage them to walk through the house making notes. I like it. I don't like it and naming it because I will tell you after five or six houses, nobody remembers where we were on the first one four hours ago. Right. So, you know, is it the one with the pink bedroom or the front porch or whatever and start rating them as we go through so that if the ones that just, you don't like, you know, crumple that up and throw it away. That Mm -hmm. that's out, you know, one to 10, where do these fall? So now they're using my logo pin, right? Now you're talking about having a logo sanitizer. Super cool. It's just bringing value, having people still in this economic, I mean, uh, electronic age, they like to have something to touch, you know, and hold. That's why send out cards or those kind of programs are so successful because, you know, we still, even though you email me to get a card in the mail is just so much more meaningful. Because nobody does it anymore. Nobody does it. Right. And you're right. I can remember being a kid and getting mail, you know, usually it was just on my birthdays, like from relatives. And I mean, that was super exciting. So it's, it's, it, you know, isn't it funny how here in 2020, when we're so forward thinking with technology and our phones and all of that, that we still, it's almost like we're going retro. Yeah. That face to face, belly to belly, you know, touching people hurt you know where they are as with things like mail the mail i mean really and how valuable that is to people i'm telling you littles you know millennials and younger they you send them a card you would have i've gone into homes where i have sent a card and it be displayed Mm -hmm. somewhere on the a counter somewhere Right. You know, like if you go on a listing appointment and then you go back to do, you know, you get the listing, right. And you get the measure. They'll have it. If I send a specialized card that it's sitting there, mm-hmm. they're so thrilled with it. <laughs> yeah. And that's keeping you, you know, top of mind. Right. Isn't that interesting? I, I, I'm so, uh, I'm delighted by that. Yeah. Because this is a touchy, this is a people business. Do not get so bogged down in the technology that you don't realize there are people on the other end of that phone or computer monitor or whatever. It's a human being. And we have to get back to that. Yeah, it's not a transaction. It's not a transaction to them. Yeah, it's a relationship. Yeah, absolutely. 
Well, aren't you, you know, and like the relationship with this, and let's touch on that just for a moment before we jump off. I think the relationships with other agents are so valuable. And, you know, I don't see other realtors, even in my marketplace, as adversaries. I see them as advocates. We're all in this together. Right. You know, I look forward to working with another agent. I look forward to engaging with other agents. You know? Oh, yeah. And I think, you know, the more, like I reached out to an agent outside of, of our brokerage this morning and my, I need a, a four guy and my particular guy is not available when I need him. And so I just reached out. I like her as a person. Right. And I like doing deals with her. And, you know, she immediately responded and she gave me a great referral and, um, so, and that's what we should do. We all make each other better. Yeah, absolutely. absolutely. You make me better. Oh, <laughs> well, right back at you, mama, right back at you, mama. And you know, the reality is this, whether, you know, you are an agent in our locality or you're in another state or wherever you find yourself doing business, you know, we want you to succeed. Yeah. I want you to win. You know, there's enough sand on the beach for all of us. Yes, there is. You know, I compete with myself, set goals for myself, but I don't compete with you. I just don't. Yeah. It's not, uh, it's not necessary. I want you to win. I want myself to win. Your family. I mean, I want you to win at the game of real estate so that your family can be fed and you prosper. You know what I mean? You're so sweet. Ah, I don't know about that. <laughs> <laughs> but I love you. I, you know, I just want to uh, say thank you for sharing some of those really fantastic tips with our folks here well hopefully they'll rip off and deploy <laughs> like that <laughs> rip off and deploy off and deploy Get that and let's 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 brand that right there you know <laughs> all right my friend hey listen no matter what you do no matter where you are we want you to run your race see you later my sister have a good afternoon. Talk later. Bye. If the real estate culture you are currently in doesn't support your complete and total success, we invite you to learn more about our culture and why we are so agent 